Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Introducing Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Julia Men at The Wee Tipple, and Mindy Schwartz at Whiskey Editor. And now, pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know I will. I'm Cece. I'm Reed. I'm Kayla. I'm Mindy. I'm Julia. And I'm Justin. Welcome to Swig and Ramble. Okay. For those of you still listening and not super confused or, you know, have driven off the road, welcome to another shit show. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this is us, baby. Today, we've got some really cool guests. Um, <clears throat> we often talk about cocktails. We often, we always talk about booze. Um, but... Today, we've got some very special guests who are here as RTD producers, and that stands for Ready to Drink. Hello. How's everyone doing? Doing great. Hi. Yeah, why don't don't we introduce who we actually have with us? So, so Troop, team, let's, let's hear from you guys. Tell us a little bit about Troop. Tell us what, you know, tell us what we're drinking. Tell us, tell us everything. Tell us your hopes, dreams, your thoughts, your fears. Well, we've been here for a while. Um, it's okay. Really excited to be on today. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us. So I'm Cece sitting next to Reed, who uh, we're husband and wife team behind Troop. And we have Kayla on, who's our director of sales. So we've got partially part of the team, not the entire team, but we are still pretty small. So I'm going to say you have the vast majority of us, which is That's true. pretty special. Yeah. Uh, Woo-hoo. So we're based in California. We make what? full flavor, full strength cocktails made with hundred percent real ingredients. So you can really taste the spirits. You can really taste the citrus juices, the herbs, the botanicals that we put into it. Um, and they all come in 200 ML cans. So you don't need to share with anyone. Yeah. I have to say like right now, who's going to join me? Oh, heck yeah. Definitely gonna join you. These are so cute. Thank like you. Like your marketing, your branding, super cute. Yep. Well, as I, I get drinks all over my laptop. So, so Ooh, I'll, I'll start. Um, cheers. Yeah. Normally cheers. we have um, a section or a segment, I guess you would call it. Uh, what's in your glass? We're, we're obviously drinking all true products here today. Um, I'm going to start off. I've got the rum mojito. Tell me what I'm drinking. Go ahead, Reed. Okay. The rum mojito is a classic. I'm sure everyone's had a mojito before. It's a silver rum, soda water, lime, mint, and cane sugar. I'd say the big difference between ours, other than being in a can rather than served at your, uh, your favorite Cuban bar, is ours is a much drier, zestier take on a mojito. All of our drinks are pretty low in sugar, between three and five Ooh. grams per can. So our mojito has um, just around three grams of sugar per can. Really dry, really zesty, nice and bubbly. Um, not a syrupy sweet uh, version of a mojito. And Kayla, I think it's your go-to. It, you know, vodka lemonade became my go-to, but I'm actually drinking rum mojito tonight because I revisited it this weekend in the pool, as we like to say, troop in the pool. And it's so good. I was just like, you just can't beat it. It's so refreshing. When you don't know what to go for, it's like troop rum mojito is the best. Okay, I gotta put a disclaimer out here. Julia might get a little boozy by the end of this because I have uh, three 
troop cocktails in front of me. So are you gonna go? Happen. Are you gonna go for the trifecta in one episode? Oh, oh heck yeah! Oh. Yes, we yeah. are. Vodka lemonades next. I do have to say, I'm not a fan of sweet, and so this is very good in my book. Yeah, it's it's not syrupy, which you get a lot with pre-made cocktails. It's very well balanced. Yeah. Also, nothing chemically. You don't get that Mm -hmm. gross, like chemical vibe or taint to it. And also, again, going back to what Mindy said, yeah, it's not sweet. It's super approachable. But I find, particularly with rum drinks, they get that sickly sweet vibe. And this, it has that touch of. It's obviously rum but it's not molasses syrup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, hello. <laughs> if, um, if my wife wouldn't beat me, I would strike up a cigar right now. <laughs> Just have a little, have a little Cubano, mm. a little Arturo That's Fuentes. That's pretty dreamy. You're missing a Panama hat though to go with it. I, no, I've got it. It's in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> you put this thing Hawaii, a little Hawaiian shirt, you know, some pineapples. There you go, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm glad. That's really what we were going for when we got started. So a little backstory on Troop. We were always the host of our friend groups. We were always bringing people over, whether it was at our tiny apartments in San Francisco, bringing people over to a park. We just loved getting people together. And in particular, we really found that a cocktail really elevated a a normal occasion into more of a celebration. It was just something different. It was unique. It was a good conversation starter. So we got really into making cocktails, which was great, except for we were always in the other room making mm-hmm. said cocktails, never wow. actually sitting around and spending time with the people who were over our group of friends who we called the troop. And so we were just consumers. We went out, we went to Whole Foods, we went everywhere, corner stores, Whole Foods, Total Wine. We just wanted to go find something that we could buy that would kind of replace us making cocktails in the other room we wanted something that tasted like a real drink you could really taste the spirit in it it wasn't filled with a ton of sugar because that's not how we make our cocktails when when we're at home um well balanced and we didn't want people to feel like they had to share it which is again why they're in these 200 ml cans Uh, well now that we all have a drink in our hand before we go too much further in regards to Troop's background and stuff, we always do a segment called Sour is My Mash, where we all take a second to vent about what is just rubbing us wrong today. So, um, Julia, do you have something for us? Oh, yes, I do, Mindy. Thanks for asking, because we are recording this on a Tuesday, and Tuesday is my day off. And when it's a nice, beautiful day, I like to sit outside in the backyard with a glass of wine and read. Just relax, make friends with the wildlife, like the squirrel Reginald. That's always super cool. But what's not super cool? Uh, yeah, no, it, it, I mean, squirrels are awesome. But what's not super cool is the long guys come every Tuesday, but never at the same time. <laughs> So it's not like I can plan it. Usually they come later in the evening. Sometimes they come in the morning. So I was just sitting out there mid-Arvo and then the lawnmower starts up and like, it's just, oh, it's frustrating. And not only do they do my lawn, a different company does the neighbor's yard also every single Tuesday. And also no lawn needs to be mowed and hedged and trimmed and fancied up every single week kids 
you know, save the bees. Let it go a little bit wild. Okay. That's all I gotta say. I'm going to drink to that because, oh, my day was interrupted. Oh, Julia, Cece, Reed, y'all got anything for us? You saw me mine? Normally I'm like, uh, the full list of things that sour my mash is just immediately at my disposal. I tend to be a person who many things sour my mash, but today I was reaching for one and I couldn't really think of one until we live on a pretty busy street and we're always uh, on work meetings or calls or whatever. And what is with 100 motorcycles driving together at the exact same time? I don't understand it. And it literally like makes me so viscerally upset every time I hear it happen. I know there's people who like motorcycles out there. Great. Good for you. Go ride them alone. You don't need to do it with your friends. Reed, I share your your sourness on that because I hate it. It's so obnoxious. You'll probably hear it soon. Probably. (laughs) As soon as the sun comes out anywhere. Yeah. Um, Oh, man. See, I'm kind of the opposite of Reed. There are like a lot of things that are souring my mash today that I can easily pinpoint. But I'm just going to choose, I'm just going to choose one. Um, so I send a lot of emails in my, in my daily job and the number of people who respond to read when I send the email. Oh, oh, <laughs> fuck that noise. Can I get Julia going? <laughs> Hi, read, comma. Like I'm not even on CC He's on these. Emails. Not even copy. I don't exist on these emails, and they still respond. Hi, Reed. Oh no. That is just oh okay. I'm not gonna go super far down this rabbit hole, but just the innate sexism that people don't even fucking realize when they're the ones doing it. Mm-mm. Yeah, Julia, oh. I'll make you happy. I gotta thank you, sir, today. I was just about to say that story. I was what? like. What? And you've met him, by the way. I've met him in person. Clearly, clearly not a sir. Well, no. So that's that's (laughs) souring my mash today. I feel you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, That's ridiculous. (laughs) Kayla, you got anything for us? Um, yeah, when I thought about this one, it was pretty obvious for me because Texas has been in a offensive heat wave um and it sours my mash every single day especially because i get on calls with people cc and reed mostly in california and they're like wearing sweaters and i'm like i could be in a bathing suit and be sweating right now this very second inside my house i don't know the grass is always greener because we're cold all the time yeah i was thinking like my number two sours my mash is how fucking windy it is here every day at 3 p.m. and how you literally can't go outside in the afternoon. Okay, so you're wind, but I walk outside and I feel like I'm inside a hair dryer. So <laughs> your pick. A wet hair dryer. A horribly wet hair dryer. Damn wet dryer. It's the worst. Oh my. Yes. Oh, I'm my mash. I, I, I feel her on that one. Um, I don't miss the weather in Texas. Mm. Um, we have a 10-week-old puppy. I love puppies. I do. I love the puppy breath. I hate potty training. I'm over it. I'm done. I, I, 
the next dog i refuse anything under six months old i'm, I'm over it i'm getting a pre-potty trained puppy get a cat they train themselves just saying i have a cat he's a he's a solo cat he doesn't like other cats so that's gonna be a no-go yeah okay. <laughs> training is yeah. the worst Potty training is the worst. Yeah, Justin, you're done. up and please make it not about traffic. <laughs> yeah. Something other than traffic, please. So I was on my way to work today. No. Uh, <laughs> Get out. Get out. I, I had a different one, but I changed it to vegan jerky. Oh. Because I, I and again, I, okay. Here's the thing. As I down a mojito and banana runs, by the way, an entire bag of banana runs. Um, great combo. Yeah, I was going to say, that's fabulous that's combo. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I haven't had runs in forever, and banana runs were by far the best. I came obviously. across a candy store the other day at the mall. Um, number one, don't go to malls. Um, number two, um, this candy store, <clears throat> I sort of spent my life savings on a pound of candy. Not sure how that happened, but it was like a little bit of Dr. Pepper Jelly Bellies, a little bit of licorice Jelly Bellies. They didn't have the popcorn, which are my favorite, by the way. You know, my birthday's coming up soon. Um, And then a couple of banana runs. But anyway, it was like $87. So not the point. The point is, I'm going to savor these and stop trying to fucking sell me healthy shit. Vegan jerky is not a thing. It's just vegetables you have smushed together in some sort of terrine and then packaged it as jerk. No, I don't want your teriyaki mushrooms. I don't want, please stop with the damn cauliflower. Buffalo cauliflower is not a thing. Stop trying to make me fucking healthy. We love you, Julia. Jerky. <laughs> jerky is what our ancestors made to keep themselves alive so they could outrun the animals that were trying to kill them. Just turn those animals into jerky. Yeah, Justin, you're not running from any animals. You're also not chasing any animals to kill them and for your food. Still, you go to the store and buy the, the Neanderthal in me wants to be left alone. <laughs> Just stop making me try to eat plants. You know what? If it was between you and a lion, sorry, man, I'm betting on the lion. I think if you fed your Neanderthal ancestor a banana runt, their mind would be absolutely oh, blown. I love that. Oh, Definitely yeah. gonna do that at a time machine. That's 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 the that's top number one. If you bring anything <laughs> back in time with you, yeah. uh better be a banana runt. Hundred percent. Wow. They will think you're literally God. I, I don't know. I, I, like that thinking, I, like I would that. I would take some troop back. Yeah, that's a better idea. Yeah. I think after all that I need another drink. What are we moving into? Well, I'm moving into the tequila Paloma. Yeah, that's, I'm already Ooh. like the way through mine. Um, nice. Pretty great. I was I was really digging the almost baking spice vibe going on. Is that just me? Am I crazy? But like, wow, this was delightful. Yeah. So we get that a lot actually. Um, and what that comes from is two things. It's a combo of a couple of ingredients. We get our uh, tequila from a distillery down in Jalisco, Mexico, where all tequila comes from. It's 100% de agave tequila. It's got pretty complex flavor profiles to it. And we put a little sprinkle of salt in every can in our Paloma. Gives you that salted rim vibe, but just like in cooking where salt brings out some really interesting flavors in your food, it can do the same thing in your cocktails too. So that brings out some of those more like little savory notes, like cinnamon, nutmeg almost from that tequila. Yeah, this this was definitely surprising but in a really lovely way yeah and again well balanced and not overly sweet yep 
Yeah, this one actually has the least sugar of all of our drinks. Um, it only has a gram and a half, but it's agave syrup. It, all the other drinks we sweeten with cane sugar and agave syrup has a little bit more of that sweetness that comes out stronger on the palate. Um, so it really doesn't need a lot. Just a little bit goes a long way. The irony of that is every time I taste somebody on this, they think this is our, they, they're like, this is the sweetest one. So they think it has the most sugar. I get that question all the time. But it's interesting that, yeah, it's just the agave syrup brings out that sweetness more. Nice. Yeah, it brings to mind people talking about wine because I work in the wine industry primarily and how they conflate fruitiness with sugar. And those we are two a lot. Totally different yeah. things. So I can see why people would be misguided in saying those things because that agave comes through really, really nicely. If mm-hmm. one more... If one more person asks me where the sweet rosés are, I think I'm going to beat them. But anyway, um, no assault. Just kidding. Hashtag no assault. Um, if your boss is listening. <laughs> right. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be nice. Listeners would be nice. Um, vodka lemonade is what I'm drinking. Um, I think I drank in Paloma the other day. Um, so um, vodka lemonade. Um, tell me about this one. This is, by the way, this is incredibly refreshing. Thank you. So it took us a while to come out with a vodka cocktail. And that's mainly because we don't really like vodka. I just don't like it. Never have. Don't understand people who do like vodka, to be totally honest. We'll probably offend some people right now, but like. No, it's okay. Please offend offend a lot of people. We did an episode on vodka. Hashtag vodka's bullshit. Well, like, (laughs) here's my take on vodka. It's a liquor that's supposed to taste like nothing, right? Which for us, like one of the reasons we started this company is because we were sick of like seltzers and and that whole vibe of making your alcohol taste like nothing. Like if you're going to drink, you should bear the consequences of the flavor. We're not teenagers, like we're adults. (laughs) So that's, that's one part of it. They make a liquor that tastes like nothing. And then the people who are like, oh, it's craft vodka. How is it craft? Aren't we all aiming for the same thing where it tastes like nothing? I don't, I don't know. It never has made sense to me. Yeah. I, I have, oh, hold on. I'm going to make a little noise. My apologies. I, I recently judged. Oh my. Oh my. A bucket of vodka? No, some of it's rum and gin too, but oh, okay. like trying to pick out hybrid stills and residual um, base and the different grains that they use for vodka. It is a huge pain in the ass. I'm with Mm. you on the vodka train. Vodka's crap. Stop making vodka, especially, and I'm not kidding. I I do these every year and I I, I work several judgings as well because it's a lot of fun. Um, One year I got stuck pre-flighting for the judges, all of the flavored vodkas. So your palate after 90 of these is just begging you to please just kill yourself. Um, (laughs) It was, there was an entire flight. I had to adjust chili pepper vodka. Um, And that's after the seven lavender, the four berry, you know, the four raspberry, the six other berries, the, the, the citrus vodkas and all the other, you know, residual base vodkas with other flavorings to them you know, the herbal ones, there was some lemongrass ones and some sage and- um, What about the pickle? uh, Oh. Please stop, no, 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 no. (laughs) Uh, 
What about the pickled chili pepper? Uh, yeah, it's, I, between that and all the moonshines and all the other garbage, please. I, 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 you're, I agree 100 percent on this day. We have declared vodka to be bullshit. So are you are you ready for this? Everybody brace yourselves. It is our best seller, like by far. <laughs> of course it is. Also, it, not surprised. So it took us, I don't know, two years to come out with a vodka skew because fuck vodka. We were over vodka. No one likes vodka. People shouldn't like vodka anymore. Can we please move on from vodka? We answer is no, we can't because we made it and people absolutely love it. Yeah. Um, that it just fresh squeezed lemon juice. We had a little basil simple syrup in there. So you would get a slightly grassy note that comes that's, through. That's what I'm getting here, base. It's okay. And you know what? It's freaking delicious and it's refreshing. And it's now my go-to, even though I hate vodka. So well, we you here made this one though, and you made it so you wouldn't hate it. That's true. That's <laughs> also, this was the one I was most trepidatious about because of a story that I'll probably share on our one of our coming up episodes about drunk stories. Um, but I don't do vodka lemonades anymore. <laughs> but this one. <laughs> do you have like a little like frozen country time lemonade concentrate? situation at some point? Uh, no, oh no, way worse, way worse. You'll, you'll all have to tune in hopefully down the road and I'll probably be drunk when we record that episode to get me through it. But this, the real trouble with why I don't do vodka lemonades was the sugar, the sugar content. So that is why I can just tell off the bat. Well, also this is a good size. I'm not gonna overindulge in just this one can but you're not getting that sugar mixing with the alcohol, which really conflates into something real bad. Um, it's light, it's refreshing. It comes off as really, really clean lemon juice flavor. It's, it's very good. It's easy, it's nice, and it won't kill you. Yeah, this <laughs> one's good. all about the, the lemon juice itself. We get it right from Ventura, California. It's just good quality, super tart, fresh lemon juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. So mm. we've had the vodka, the tequila, and the rum. And I've seen on your website, you have a couple others that aren't part of the variety pack. Can we talk about those for a minute? Absolutely. So we have two other cocktails that are available to the masses. Um, they're not avail- available in the variety pack. These are our top, the, the three that we've tried today are our top three selling SKUs, except for they're actually, the other two I'm going to mention have their places where they absolutely soar. So uh, they're definitely worth mentioning. Uh, the bourbon smash is Reed's love child. So I'm going to, I'm going to pass this one well, over Well, it's you. not my love child. It's, it's the love child of an Arnold Palmer and a mint julep. So it's black tea, lemon, mint, and bourbon. It's a still cocktail, no bubbles. Oh, very refreshing, super delicious. Where can I find that? I need it. Um, you can find it at a Whole Foods, Total Wine, Nugget Market. Well, uh, where Where do you live? Uh, I live in Connecticut. Oh, well, you can find it on our website. <laughs> oh, you don't distribute in Connecticut. Are y'all looking to distribute? <laughs> Maybe someday. Eventually soon. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then the gin spritz is kind of like a more herbaceous version of a Negroni. So the color is bright pink. We infuse the gin with a hibiscus and we make a homemade Amaro that has hibiscus, um, a lot of citrus flavors. So bergamot, orange, lemon peels, grapefruit peels. So not 
quite as bitter as your Negroni, a little bit brighter and, and more herbaceous than, than your average. I'm going to have to go find that one. Oh yeah. yeah. Right at my alley. Yeah. (laughs) I I have a question on the bourbon smash. It's Pepe Van Winkle bourbon, right? That's what you're using? Absolutely. <laughs> Nothing less. Uh-huh. The 23 year, of course. Yeah. Yeah, only the five. That's all we know about. Is there yeah. other? Bar- barrel proof for plantains is, is the only way to go. Okay. Um, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, so the gin spritz, bourbon smash, tequila paloma, rum mojito. Um, what's next? So, we now have one cocktail in every major spirit category, which for us is a really good place to be. We're kind of seeing the vodka lemonade and tequila Paloma just came out at the end of last year. So they're still fairly new to the lineup. Um, we don't want to be like other brands necessarily that have 35, 40 SKUs. We want to be pretty deliberate, but we are pretty nimble and can come up with some cool limited time offerings, some seasonal cocktails. Um, Kayla, you should tell them about our latest LTO. Yeah. So, um, we back in, I guess it was April. Um, we partnered with the Texas Rangers, um, here in Texas, which was very exciting. And the baseball team, right? The baseball team. Yeah. So Astros. Yeah. Um, which is a venture that I don't think we ever, we talked a lot about it. It's not, it's not a fast process. Um, it was months and months and months and, um, it just ultimately ended up being a great opportunity for us. Um, and, mostly because we're, we had the capability to come together with that organization and create, um, our Texas style tequila margarita. Um, so Cece was, uh, drinking that earlier, showing that to us, but, um, it's tequila, it's orange liqueur, it's a little hint of jalapeno. Um, Reed, help me. Lime juice, <laughs> lime juice, and, and it, this one also has a bit of salt in there oh, as well, yeah. just like the Paloma. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, I find it to be very bright. It's also still, so it's it's um, our second still cocktail, so no bubbles. And it is, I personally, as many at this point canned cocktails as I feel like I've drank since coming on with Troop, just to um, you know, market research. Um, it's very. Yeah. Market research. Um, <laughs> it's very hard to find a balanced tequila margarita or margarita in a can. Yeah. They tend to be so sweet. And I think we really hit the nail on the head. We it, it's made in the same style, of course, as the rest of ours, low sugar, um, and, and, you know, a decent calorie count. So we are very proud of it. It's really fun. It's really cool for us to be able to say that we did something like this with such a large organization, like a, you know, baseball team. Yeah. That is very cool. So is this something that's only available at the stadium or you can buy it in Texas only or? Yeah. So we are available at the stadium, of course, but we're also in retail stores, which was another really cool thing that we were able to work into the contract. So we are able to use that logo and, and you'll see us across goody goody stores and, and total wine stores in Texas with that skew. Gonna have to make a phone call. I think I need to try it. Yeah. It's in really my, my mom to the store. You know, some people now, so we can get that. <laughs> Halo is sipping it at the stadium this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a whole vibe. So listeners can find Troop in stores in Texas and in California, I'm assuming. Yes. Are there other states currently or just those two at the moment? Yep. We uh, just launched Illinois this month as well. 
Ooh, we're launching uh, Missouri next month and um, Florida in the Miami area. Within a couple of weeks, you'll be able to order us on GoPuff, the app for delivery, and find us in a couple of local stores there, rolling oh, wow. out some deeper distribution in Florida over the coming months. Is that, uh, is that Chicagoland? Is that Binnie's? Uh, no, not Binnie's. Okay. Although, if you know anyone, give them a call. I, in fact, do. Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah. You have them on speed dial, I bet. Yeah. We're, uh, we're launching with Hy-Vee in the outer Illinois area and into Missouri. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Um, where can our listeners find you on the socials? Obviously, we'll post that on our on our stuff. Let them, you know, we'll tag you and all that fun stuff. But um, do you want to tell us a little bit about where they can they can find you? Yeah, follow us on Instagram. We post a lot about our latest state openings, events that are going on. We we're called Troop because we're all about bringing people together. So for us, we do a lot of events, a lot of in-person activations, a lot of partnerships. I mean, the Rangers is a big one, but um, even to some smaller partnerships that we do with uh, boutique hotel groups and things like that. So we love meeting people. We love getting people to try our drinks in person and interacting with it. For us, that's how you build a brand that really, you know, stokes emotion and, and really makes that connection. So Definitely follow us along on Instagram and come hang out with us when when you're in either California, Texas, Florida, Illinois. We're going to be moving to some other states pretty soon, so a lot of a lot of cool things happening. Yeah, well, whenever you get to Connecticut, let me know because I would love <laughs> to bring your cocktails in. Because yeah, let me tell you, oh, the ones that I have had lately. <laughs> the things that you have seen. It's been uh, it's been a rough campaign. I'll put yeah. it that way. But, I mean, that's why. Honestly, that's why my partner and I really make our cocktails at home still, because we're we make better stuff than really a lot of what's on the market. Yeah, totally. <laughs> these are good, and these are so convenient for those times after you know a nine ten hour day at work. You want to come home. You want to just grab something from the fridge and don't have to want to think about it. Maybe you don't just want a beer or a glass of wine. You want something with a little pop in its step. And yeah, I, you know what? I think I, I think the Paloma is actually my favorite. I'm really loving that baking spice earthy vibe to it. Yeah, awesome. good. So quick question before we, well, I don't know how quick it's going to be, but before we kind of wrap some stuff up. Not going to be quick. You, <laughs> you had started this before you in 2019. So before the pandemic was even really a thought. And since then, because so many people are staying home and couldn't go out to bars and restaurants, a lot of people started to make cocktails at home, but also the RTD scene has completely exploded because people are capitalizing on, oh, you know, be your own home bartender with just, you know, pour over ice and drink and go. Have you seen, or I guess rather, what have you seen in terms of growth or changes because of the pandemic so shortly after you even created this? Yeah, I'll start. I feel like Reed will definitely have some thoughts and Kayla, I'm sure you'll have some thoughts as well. You've been in the industry for a long time. Um, as, as a brand who just started in 2019, we were so small. So first and foremost, it was really hard as a small business. You know, we weren't growing into new stores. Most stores were only looking for toilet paper and nothing else. So coming in with a craft cocktail and trying to sell them on a 
segment that hadn't really yet exploded. You know, it didn't really explode till a couple months through 2020. It was, um, it was tough, you know, like they didn't, they didn't want to see you. They didn't want you in the store or, you know, they were looking for much more high priority items, which is very fair, um, a, a totally mm-hmm. sound judgment on their part. So that part was, it was definitely very hard. I will say in the stores that we were in and in the places, Whole Foods was a huge account for us that we were starting onboarding at the end of 2019, got in right at the beginning of 2020. Uh, So in that account, you know, being able to expand within the stores we were in, additional stores, that was a huge saving grace for us. Um, I personally just like went around and dropped stuff off for a lot of buyers and tried to help however we could, but it was, uh, it was definitely a challenging time. Yeah, I just want to say, like, we have come such a long way. We, the global we, have come such a long way when it comes to the quality of drinks and cans. It's not just us that are out there, like, leading the quality charts. There's a lot of companies that are um, doing incredible things. And it's it's almost, like, hilarious to think back to 2019 when we were selling to our first couple accounts. And we were like, hey, we're Troop. We're a canned cocktail. And they were like, what? Well, it's a <laughs> cocktail in a can and they're like okay so i add my own liquor no nope, nope the whole thing is done for you it's that easy and now of course we've got um we're sold in total wine there's over a hundred different brands let alone their SKUs in in our total wine competitive set alone so i think we've come a, a really long way and of course it's made it tougher for certain reasons because we're not like the only person asking anymore but it's also great for Consumers great for all of us who are able to access like convenience and quality at the same time. And really there's a lot of people leading with quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll say that I think it's honestly the best thing from a non-owner standpoint who didn't have to go through the uh, <laughs> the craziness of trying to launch something like that in 2019 and 2020. It It's the best thing that could have happened to the segment because I think it opened up you know, it used to be there was such a stigma, not only about what was inside a, you know, a ready to drink was just almost such a joke. Like it was like, I used to sell Bartles and James, like it was just these sugar filled drinks that, um, people just turn their nose up to. And so I think it really uh, allowed people to relax a little bit and realize that you can, as Reed said, put something quality in a portable, um, option and it has, it's been insane to watch. Cause I, I, over the years I have worked in and out of distributors and suppliers and I've tried to sell canned wine. I've tried to sell canned drinks. I've tried to sell, you know, things without alcohol in them that then you mixers, if you will, and none of it, you, 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 I mean, we couldn't give it away. And so it's really been a great thing for the segment because it's allowed people to try new things and see, see the value and, um, that, it, that it can be done, that, that really, really quality things can be made in portable portable cans. Yeah. We're, um, side note for a project that a few of us are working on is the data is insane. Uh, it's, it's just out of, we were expecting, uh, some engagement for this project and we got millions, um, which some of you will see the, the data when we're, when we're done, but anyway, it's a huge category. Um, and we're, we're thrilled uh, that you guys are in it. Um, uh, thanks for coming on, uh, man, do you want to bring us, want to bring us home? 
one more question. Oh, well then, yeah, please. <laughs> By all means. No, um, I know we touched on this briefly earlier, but is there any plans to make like possibly one more? We can round out like a six pack variety pack because I really I mean, want you to wanna hear one. about my dream cocktail? Yes, yes, of course we do. I, I pitched this to everyone and like- Anyone who will listen. Anyone, anyone. who will listen. You guys have asked twice, so I guess I have to tell you now. You do. So hear me out. It's a pina colada, mm-hmm. but it's nitro infused. Whoa! Oh. It's real, real coconut cream in there, real pineapple juice, like all of our cocktails. It's got that like got my vote. Yeah, nitro my vote. latte mouthfeel to it. Yeah. Why? Why haven't you made this? When uh, unlike our other cocktails, it'll be fifty grams of sugar in five hundred. Yeah. 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 We're not trying to. That's okay. It's actually a meal replacement. Um, and Justin, they're not trying to make you healthy. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting now. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm in. That's my dream. Um, is it actively in the pipeline? Absolutely not. Do I think about it on a regular basis? Absolutely, yes. But in the next five years, obviously. Oh, Certainly. before that, in, I'm sure. In the next few weeks, project. we're going to put our heads together. We're going to get this done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'll I, be hands off. I'll let it happen. As, <laughs> as someone who has now experienced hundreds of these RTDs, um, that is the one, pina colada is the one that seems to be missing. I think it's pretty hard. In, in a significant way, yeah. It's, you want to use real pineapple and real coconut? I mean, also, am I wrong that pretty much every time one has a pina colada, it's like with it's on a beach somewhere. Like you just can't really replicate I mean, that. How do can. we, how do we work the dark rum floater into the can? That's the real that's question. That's the real question. Yeah, that's the real question. <laughs> what we you should can all sell it as a little jello shot type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not a jello, it's just, no. it's just a little shot, little. Yeah, or somehow whenever you crack the top, that it punctures it and releases it in something that's at the very top. And then it, yeah. The little, the little ball science. that they use. Yeah, are you all looking for cans? jobs? Do you need <laughs> I mean, hiring? Oh, yeah, this, is, this is easy. We can solve this in 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, Ramblers, you now have a, you now have uh, a task. Figure yeah. out a way to get this done. Uh, this is going to be hashtag Pina Colada 2023. <laughs> so, I can get behind it. I can get behind it. And that will be number six of the variety pack. Perfect. <laughs> It's like a golden ticket that you have to find. Yes. That was, oh, challenge accepted. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Ramblers, thank you for joining us. You know how to reach us on all of our socials already. That Make sure that you follow Troop on theirs at drinktroop and at drinktroop.com. Um, and make sure that you churn to... Wow. I know. Oh, I, I may or may not have finished all three of my troops. Oh, girl. <laughs> Join us next time, guys, when we discuss those assholes who only want sugar in a can. Fuck those bitches. Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs>